And top of the agenda on the memorandum was the issue of water and sanitation, the issue of uh, the 60-40 ratio of electricity, uh, housing and development, youth development. So basically, those are the basic issues, uh, uh, which is the mandate of the municipality that we have received from the memorandum today. Now, let's talk about the 60-40 ratio, the rationing of electricity, uh, which I understand has been implemented for the past three years. So if you could be so kind to tell us how exactly this works and what the community finds problematic with it. No, thank you very much, Sakina. Sakina, the issue of the 60-40 ratio is part of uh, the council resolution when we are approving the revenue collection uh, uh, strategic policies. And how it works is that uh, if an account of a residence is uh, beyond 30 days in arrears, the 60-40 ratio kicks in. That means if you were to purchase an electricity for 100 rand, you would be able to only to get electricity for 60 rand, and the 40 rand will go to the arrears. That only applies to the accounts which are in arrears for 30 days. Provided there are payment arrangement or payment plan in place for the particular arrangement, the 60-40 ratio does not even come in in there. Because the reason why we implemented the 60-40 ratio, it was avoiding to block the residents every now and then because there was an outcry where people were, were owing the municipality and then for in a month or so, their accounts get to be blocked, they are unable to purchase electricity, and then the electricity was being cut so that was the reason why we implemented the 60-40 ratio. So, Mr. Keswa, it's been uh, implemented for the last three years. Would you say it's been successful? And why do you think the community has a problem with that system now? Well, the account to us as the municipality in terms of the revenue is not successful uh, because if you have a look upon a person who's owing the municipality about 20,000 rent and, you, and, and, and they bank on the 60-40 ratio, we are not getting anything out of it, but I believe that, I mean, it is because most of the people uh, in the municipality are unemployed, they are unable to pay for their services, uh, the unemployment and all of those things. And uh, uh, we are saying to the residents that uh, if you are a resident and you are unable to afford or you're earning less than 3500 you must be able to go and register for the indigenous to the municipality whereby you'll be getting free basic water and electricity or rather making payment arrangement. I'm not sure as to what could be the problem. Why is it uh, a problem? Because uh, uh, we have a variety of options to say uh, make a payment plan or register yourself to the municipality to benefit for the indigent policy. Just a matter of interest, uh, are you, uh, as the municipality, have you done any research? Uh, do you know what uh, the actual unemployment rate in the town is? Well, I would not be that precise in terms of the unemployment, but uh, when you look on the 20, uh, um, I mean, on the SA unemployment countrywide, not specifically to Kronstadt, it tells you that, I mean, it's a huge amount of people um, uh, who are currently unemployed, and uh, they, therefore they are unable to pay for their accounts. And that's why, as the municipality, we're saying, please uh, uh, come and make payment, I mean, uh, payment, payment arrangements and all register for the indigent policy. You can know that, I mean, the Kronstadt is one of uh, semi 
semi-urban area. It's not an urban area. It's semi-urban or semi-rural. It's in the center of the town, but it's predominantly surrounded by the farming community. And the issue of unemployment is so huge in the area. Mm. I know Kronstadt. I know that area very well. I worked at that part in that part of the world at some point. And and the reason I was asking the question about doing uh, quantitative and qualitative research around this, Mr. Keswa, is because that would inform the municipality about uh, whatever um, uh, methods or uh, they they hope to implement to try and get money from the residents or whether they would know that most of the people would then uh, qualify for uh, the indigency um, uh, budget that the municipality would have. So if you don't know all of that, on what basis are you coming up with these plans? Well, the plan was precisely to try and uh, collect enough revenue for the municipality to sustain itself. However, we still have a room for those who are unable to to pay for their services, like your indigent policy. Every now and then we go on a roadshow and appeal to members of the community to say they must come forward, make payments, plan, all of those. So there are quite a number of, of mechanisms as to how you are able to collect your revenue. And the 6040 was one of those mechanisms. But uh, I think it's uh, something to look into in future. Uh, we have tried it and then we'll have, we'll have to look into into something in future as to see how best can that work for both the community and the municipality. Because we so dearly need the revenue for mm. for the municipal to sustain itself. Remember, we are confronted of low shading. One of the issues raised here by residents is the issue of uh, water provision, which we have been struggling with uh, the provision of water for quite some time, especially during low shading. It's about two or three weeks whereby we could not be uh, providing water adequately. But I can confirm that last week Friday, ESCOM granted us uh, an exemption to self-load shed. Self-load shed, it means, I mean, the critical value chain infrastructure components like your water treatment plants, your reservoir will be isolated from the normal ESCOM load shedding. Even if there's load shedding, those areas would not be affected. That would assist us in terms of making sure that, I mean, we improve the water provision in the area. And I can confirm that, I mean, from Friday up until today, there's a huge improvement. About 80-90% of the area does have water right now because of this, what we try to implement as a, as a, as a municipality through granting that exemption from ESCOM. Uh, just as a matter of curiosity, have you written off any significant amount of arrears uh, from your debtors book in the past five years? No, no, no. That has not been implemented. But uh, there, there is uh, on the budget speech on the state of the municipal address when the executive mayor was opened the council last year, he did indicate that uh, that's one of the things that uh, needs to be looked into because uh, it is not uh, quite really feasible for someone who is earning something like 3,005 and he's in debt of about 200,000. So those are the matters that needs to be looked into. And it was decided on council that uh, that needs to be reviewed and looked into. So I think that we are just about to implement that, I think, in the new current new financial year. So a final question, Mr. Keswa. Now that the municipality has heard the community's grievances, what now? Well, we have got seven days to respond to uh, uh, the memorandum. Uh, some of the issues on the memorandum are feasible. Uh, some will take some time. I can say in simple terms that I mean there are immediate answers on the memorandum, others are mid-term and long-term plan. So would adhere to what we promised the residents who were marching in terms of submitting the responses to them as to, as, as to how they, we agreed with them over the period of seven days. 
We'll leave it there for now. Thanks so much, spokesperson for the uh, Mutkaka local municipality, uh, Mr. Dika Keswa there, and this to do with the protest action in Kruenstadt.